Hello, good people. How are you? This is Carlos Alamilla with College Avenue Club. And then today, we really have a special guest. Her name is Ariana Arbelo. Okay, we're really at the end of the uh, school year, academic year in high school. And we invited to, um, to attend Ariana because uh, she's a special student. She's a really special person that um, she's made a, uh, really an incredible effort to to graduate from high school and attend uh, one of the best colleges in the U.S. Uh, welcome, Ariana. Oh, hi. <laughs> Close. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, Ariana, uh, where are you from, Ariana? Tell me. Uh, I'm from Venezuela. Like, I'm not from Caracas. I'm from Portuguesa, uh, Acariguaraure, which is like a city in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> okay, you, and what year did you come? Uh, I came to the U.S. in basically October of 2014, in the middle of my eighth grade year. And you were old? Oh, I was 14. 14? Yeah, I was 14. 13, turning 14. And did you do, did you know any <laughs> English at the time? Uh, a little bit. Um, I knew a little bit how to read English, but like not too much. And I know a little bit how to write, but not too much. Okay. And when people spoke, I didn't really understand what they were saying. <laughs> but that was about it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me when, when I first came from Cuba, you know. Like, you, you hear sounds, but you really don't understand. Yeah, it's like they're just speaking really fast. Right. So it's technically... Um, We want to, now that uh, school is finished, mm -hmm. I'm sure last September and October you started your college admissions, yeah. you know, process and research and and, 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 and financial aid. Um, and then tell me a little bit about starting your senior year. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you started to apply for to college, mm -hmm. basically. How many schools did you apply? Well... I have fee waivers because I had reduced like free right. lunch. So then I could apply to college for free because my application fees were waived. Right. So I applied to a lot of colleges because it was free essentially. Right. I applied to, initially I was going to apply to like 25, 27 colleges. And then as I went on the applications, I realized that a lot of them didn't even have the majors that I wanted to do. So I was going to apply so, to say like Duke. And I went to check and they didn't have the major that I wanted. So I was just like, I'm not, what's the point of applying? That's right. Uh, and I ended up applying to like 19, 20 schools. Five of them were in state and then the, the rest were out of state. Yeah, in state meaning the state of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, um, all right, so you were accepted at, uh, tell me the schools you were accepted in. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I got into all of the schools in state you that I applied to. So the schools in state you were accepted were oh yeah so UF uh, like University of Florida UCF um, University of Central Florida FSU Florida State University I applied to like Florida Tech on a whim because it was easy uh, and I applied to UM and I like also got in but uh, yeah <laughs> they don't even have chemical engineering I don't know why I applied there I just did it because it was like what <laughs> about what about out of state how many Oh. I mean, where were you accepted out of so, state? So, out of state, I got into Georgia Tech, NYU, um, Cornell, U USC, like University of Southern California, not Carolina, um, Carnegie Mellon, um, Dartmouth. Oh, I feel like I'm missing something, and I don't remember. <laughs> All right, so you got accepted, really, basically, you got accepted in top schools, including, including like four Ivies. 
<laughs> so, so I have some Ivy League universities, yeah. which is really great. I think this is terrific. You know, but so you, what you did it was like you put in a lot of time into this. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, this is not like a weekend. No, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you, uh, you put time into the essays. You put yeah. time into giving them all the information required, and you persuaded them, <laughs> basically telling them, look, I'm a good student. I deserve to be in your school. Yeah, That's yeah. what you did. That was the whole thing with the application. But now that you, you now that you applied to mm -hmm. these top schools, you know most of the schools you were accepted in, you know, were uh, they're very expensive schools. Yeah. So you started to apply for scholarships. Yeah. And then, so you decided to apply to the Bill Gates scholarship. Well. Tell me about that. What made you decide to apply? To Gates Scholarship. Oh yeah, so actually the Gates Scholarship, I applied to that before I even applied to college, because it opens in September. Like the f it it goes in phases. So the first phase opened in like late July, early August, and yes. then it closed like mid September. So before I even started submitting my college applications, I had to submit the first part of the Gates Scholarship. Um, I applied because I did this program called uh, the Hispanic Scholarship Funds, like Youth Leadership Institute. I applied to that because they would fly me out for free to like Princeton. So I was just like, why not? <laughs> and at that conference, they taught me a lot about um, my potential to go to like more prestigious schools. Like before that, I didn't really think that I could go to Harvard or Dartmouth or Columbia or anything like that. It wasn't re like or MIT or Stanford or like it wasn't really in my mind. Like I didn't think it was possible, and then they like showed me that you're the kind of person that would go get into those schools and that goes to those schools. Like if you're if you got into this program, then you can get in there. Um, and then in that program, they also taught us about like full ride scholarships, like Posse and QuestBridge, and they explained the Gates scholarship. And they went over the requirements and the eligibility and like the process. And so I had that in mind. <laughs> I was also going to apply to QuestBridge, but that was too many essays and I was just like, <laughs> I'm not right. gonna do it. And like QuestBridge was also like a binding contract because they, um, it's kind of like early decision, but restrictive. So, and you make a list, but if you get into like the third college- And you college, get matched, and you get matched. Yeah, yeah, when you get matched, let's say you get matched to the third college on your list, and only that one, like that's the one that you're going to or something. Like it's binding, so I didn't want to do that. <laughs> and so I applied to the Gates Scholarship, and the first part was like super easy. It's just doing a, like a questionnaire, essentially. They just ask you a bunch of questions, and you just bubble in, you never have to write any essays. Um, you, I think you do have to put in like your extracurriculars and like your AP scores, like the AP or ACE classes that you've taken or IB if you take that. Um, but that's about it. And then in December, like, yeah, mid, like December 12th, they told me if I made it to the semifinals. And well, tell me, tell me, you know, how many applied? Oh, like... Uh, 35,000. 36, 37,000 kids 37,000 kids applied for the Gates yeah, Scholarship. Funny. Oh, it's also like, I forgot to mention that, but to be able to apply, you have to be like an, like an underprivileged minority, like an underrepresented mm -hmm. minority. And also you need to be Pell eligible. So it's like the right. Pell Grant. You need to be able to get a Pell Grant from like FAFSA. <laughs> so, but that's about it. That's the, mainly the qualifiers for it. But yeah, so out of those 37,000 kids, um, 2,000 kids were chosen as semifinalists. 
2000, okay, we're in the semifinals, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. one of the 2000. Yeah, and then later on, like in January 15 or something, you, I was supposed to submit the essays, which were the semifinalist round, so it, I had to write like four essays, and they were all based on quotes from like famous or like successful minorities, so like Diana Ross, or... Uh, Alejandro uh, Iñari, like the one that like got the Oscar. The director. Yeah, yeah, Alejandro something right. So you had to write an essay based yeah. on what their quotes are. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they gave me four quotes and then they asked me about a certain topic, and it was like, yeah, it was four essays. That took me a, a bit longer to be on. I mean, obviously, those were a little bit harder to come up with, but if it. So some of those questions were, were similar to the questions on the Common App, and by then I'd done the Common App, so I could use kind of my Common App answers <laughs> to help me with right. my Gates Scholarship answers. And yeah, then I submitted. You need two like teacher recommendation letters for that. Oh, that was okay. so stressful because my teachers like couldn't figure out how to submit them, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna miss the deadline. Um, but they made the deadline, and then in like eight, when was it? But then, what about interviews? Oh yeah, so then, then, in March, like March 5th or something, March 2nd, they told me that I made it to the finals, and they cut it down from 2,000 kids to 600 kids, and yeah, I made it there, and then, then they do interviews. So I live in Florida, and the Gates Scholarship stuff is all based in California, like Pasadena or Anaheim or Beverly Hills, I don't know, but I always got phone calls from there. Um, so then I had to do an interview through Skype, and like that, the interview was really quick, like right after they told me, it was like, okay, three days later, interview. Um, and they had like a list of questions, like it's not like you just talk to them, they had a list of questions. Okay. And, um, the, yeah, the guy was really chill, he was pretty cool. Um, he was actually like, um, like a counselor for the school district that he lived in in California. Um, and after we finished the question part of the interview, we just talked about that, and it was like it was pretty nice. And I was really nervous about it though, <laughs> and my dog kept getting on me, and I was just like, I'm sure. Keep that. <laughs> and then after that, in like April, late April, like. But April, how many interviews did you have throughout the whole process? For college or for no, Gates? No, for, for. It was only one. Oh, Gates was only one call, one yeah, interview. Yeah, one okay. interview, and then. Late April, like April 20th, I think, they announced the finalists, so they cut it down from 600, like the winners, I guess, of the, the scholarship, winners. and they cut it down from 600 kids to 300 kids, um, and they let me know that I got the scholarship. Congratulations, <laughs> huh? Thank you. That was terrific. It was a great scholarship. Um, 300 among 36,000. That's less than one percent. Yeah, which is—I mean—it's incredible. I mean, you—you I mean, you were not intimidated by this whole how many people applied. I you didn't decided, you—yeah, you, you decided to apply. Mm -hmm. I mean, with with confidence that <laughs> you know you were gonna get something out of this, and that you you put in a lot of effort, a lot of time and <laughs> essays and research, you know, in order to get to yeah. you know to the uh, to this to to be a winner. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's that's terrific. That's I mean, that's admirable. So now you got you got the money, you got mm -hmm. Gates behind yeah. you, but then you start getting letters. Well, after you got letters of acceptance, mm -hmm. you're pretty much down to, to to a couple universities. Yeah. 
which is really Dartmouth and, you know, and maybe USC. That was, yeah, between like Dartmouth, USC, and Cornell. And Mostly, Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three universities you're really down to right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Dartmouth seems to be, you know, they also gave you a scholarship. They gave you yeah. $70,000. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was mainly why I'm probably going, like, I'm going to Dartmouth. <laughs> because USC doesn't give financial aid to um, non, like, people who aren't eligible non-citizens. Like, how do I, I don't know, it's weird. a lot of words, but essentially, since my status is kind of confusing. Well, you have, you have, this is, this is really important to talk about, because you really have a unusual, mm-hmm. you know, immigration status. You're a Venezuelan political refugee. You were persecuted by the socialist communist uh, system there. Mm-hmm. And your, you know, your parents were persecuted. You know, they threatened to kidnap you even. Yeah. And basically, you know, you applied here five years ago for when you, four, four years ago when mm-hmm. you first up came. Mm-hmm. And, but you were given a work permit. Yeah. Okay, you were given like a temporary, you know, um, status, mm-hmm. you know, that you're eligible to work, you gave you were given a social security. You know you can travel with a special permit, and then you're also eligible for federal financial aid. Mm. The deal is that many universities are really are not aware of this, are not aware of this special status because of the fact that not many Venezuelans apply for political asylum when you're outside Miami. Mm. You know, in Miami, you got that's is where the majority of the Venezuelans come, and and so it's been a you know it's been a process here, you know, for those uh, listeners that are in the same situation, whether you're in Miami or whether you're in LA, New York, you know, you have to in a way teach the financial aid officers of these schools that you are legal. Number one, you're eligible to work. You have the right to work. You can travel, and basically, what you have is it's really a temporary permanent resident until you get your card. And uh, so it's, it's very important that you, um, when, you, when you apply in the application process, they will ask for information. They will ask you know, for an explanation uh, of, the, of your you know, process because uh, Ariana is not DACA, Ariana is not illegal, Ariana is not uh, someone that just came in and crossed the border. You know, she's here and she entered legally. She um, she applied for political asylums. She and her parents, and she was given, uh, she was accepted, and she was given a, a work permit um, until until the final step, which will you know hopefully you know will do it yeah. <laughs> before uh, before the the year is over. So it's uh, it's important, you know, that uh, those students that are immigrants, you know, so to let the financial aid office know. Um, you know, of your status, and if they need an explanation, then you know you have to send them a, a written explanation. So now, so now we're down to three: Cornell, you know, yeah. Dartmouth, USC, and then uh, whichever all three. There really are three top schools. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is great. I mean, you know, not everybody gets into USC or Dartmouth or Cornell. Yeah. I went to USC. I graduated from USC, and then also my son did and from the School of Engineering there, the Viterbi School of Engineering. And, you know, I enjoyed it, he enjoyed it, and, and I got several students there that are, that are attending now on scholarships. 
And, uh, but Dartmouth is a great school. It's an Ivy League school, just like Cornell. Um, so whatever, you know, whatever decision you make, you know, it's going to be a great decision for you. You're going to enjoy it. Not only that, but Bill Gates has a, uh, a summer seminar coming up in June, yeah. which would be great. All the 300 uh, winners will be there. Mm-hmm. And Bill Gates probably show up and, so. <laughs> you know, you'll we'll say, you know, hey, Ariana, you're looking great. You know, it's congratulations on you being chosen one of the one of the winners. Yeah. You know, so this is great. You know, you, everything's moving along, moving along in a positive way for you. Yeah. And I'm really happy for you. Thank you. You know, so um, tell me any advice, any advice to students that are, let's say they're juniors right mm-hmm. now, and that you can give them as far as the college admissions process and the scholarship applications. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, for the application itself, I feel like I wouldn't want to spread any misinformation about the, like, immigration stuff because it's really complicated. You know, and so technically my status is asylum pending and I asked a lot of people about it. Not, not that many people understand how it works, like really, like not even the colleges usually understand how it works. I asked so many people and they all give me different answers. So it's, it's difficult. But um, so for me, I would I would advise when you're confused about your immigration status to call the college that you're applying to first and talk to them about it and see what they say you should put. Because, for example, for MIT, uh, you you have to apply as an international student if you don't have a green card. And when you're a temporary, um, technically a temporary resident, even though it's legal and even though you've been here for a while, you still have to apply as an international student. So a lot of schools have different criteria on these things. and. If you're um, worried about financial aid and stuff like that, I would apply. Like, I would really recommend applying to like schools that have a lot of money, like Stanford or the Ivy Leagues or MIT, because those schools also give aid to international students. So even um, like technically, if they deny your financial aid from the federal government, you have something to fall back on because they will give you aid anyways, as opposed to schools like. Um, let's say Georgia Tech, that if they count you as an international student, you have to pay full price regardless of anything and they won't give you any aid. Um, and for the applications, it's themselves, like I use Common App. Um, be aware of the amount of, like, uh, how do you call it, supplemental essays that you have to write because it's a lot of them. Like, a lot of those schools have at least two essays like on top of the one that you already wrote, make sure that people read them and spell check them. And also make sure that someone reads or checks or revises your activities list because you have to like explain your activities and put them in order of importance. And a lot of people forget to get that like checked and make sure that everything that you need to be there is there and then it's written correctly. Um, I didn't get mine checked. And I submitted it with some mistakes in it for like the first few colleges. And then I realized and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really important actually. Make sure that someone just reviews all of your application because otherwise they, they can catch mistakes that you can't. Um, also financial aid offers are only offers. You can like leverage them and be like, always ask for more money if you can. Like if you can't pay for it, ask them. Be like, you accepted me for a reason. Um, can you give me more money? Because th- 
the only thing that you can lose, like the only thing that can happen from that, like the worst case scenario is they just don't give you more money. They won't give you less money. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's it. Always just ask people, like if your parents don't know, like for example, my parents didn't really understand, like they didn't understand the college application system here. So I had to go like research it by myself and go ask my counselors and go ask my friends and my friends, like siblings that are in college. And like I had to figure it out kind of on my own to an extent. So never be afraid to ask other people, go online, like Reddit, just you can reach out to anyone and like any help is helpful, honestly. So that's probably what I would recommend. Just don't be afraid to ask people. <laughs>